Yeah. So do you uh, do you recommend somebody that that like is not doing anything? They see this. They see somebody talking about in a group. Oh, I can get a ten thousand dollar grant just because I have an LLC. They shouldn't apply for that. That's stupid, right? No, no. So that's a great question. So, um, so this is our uh, COVID SBA edition. COVID, COVID, COVID <laughs> edition of uh, of duck legs, right? That's what yeah. we're. So, like, so I think the first and foremost, a disclaimer that um, I wouldn't call myself like foremost expert. I wouldn't say that I'm uh, expertly renowned for my SBA. Uh, knowledge, but what I but I, what I could be is kind of a conduit for information that would be important. Uh, sometimes I think people get hung up on knowing absolutely everything before taking action and before taking a step. Yeah, and it really is a balance and a fulcrum between speed and um, knowledge. And I think with what's going on now with COVID and the small business initiatives that are taking place, uh, I, I think you should put in applications because. I think people are viewing this as like, um, oh, I have a business, I can get 10 grand. And I would say, I don't, I don't know your exact audience demographic. What I would say for this is that there's probably a number of them who have had, who have or have had student loans and have wondered, um, what about loan forgiveness? What about public service loan forgiveness? What about income driven repayment? And yeah. similar confusions that people are having with those is very similar to these SBA programs. So the first one is like this disaster relief type program. Um, I don't know. It's EIDL, EDIL. There's been so many acronyms. Who cares? The point is, is that's the first one that was present. It was on the field and people were like, hey, I should do it. I should get it. I should get it. I should get it. But, but that, and people say, well, what if I do this? Can I then do that? They're kind of different. It's like, can I be on income driven repayment? and get public service loan forgiveness. Yes, you can. There's some overlap. There's some things to consider, but they're different. Like one doesn't mean the other. And so in this case, it, if the purpose and the intent of the program is to keep you from having to close your doors. And so what I think they're going to do is they're going to review your application and they're going to measure it against who the absolute need is intended for, which would be business owners with overhead, with payroll, with like, significant stuff and i really think that they're going to look at it and they'll be like oh you're a sole proprietor with nobody else you're really responsible for and you don't really have significant overhead back of the bus like i just don't think you're going to be a top tier priority and consideration for that and so everybody in all this media and you see all this content saying free 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 get your 10 grand really cool youtube thumbnails <laughs> right i've seen a ton of them i don't think that means you're gonna get it and and yes, there's, there's language written that says some of it is a cash advance. Then you read the actual stuff on the SBA site and it says if you qualify and if you receive this cash advance, it's then forgiven. I mean, it is gray and it is confusing, but I would say step one is just to put in for it. And then you're going to ultimately have a decision once we get clarity of whether or not you should actually keep it. Um, and then from there, you would even... It, because if you don't qualify, what does the detail matter? It doesn't matter. Yeah. And that's what I think people are getting hung up on. Um, so that's that first program. And then the second one, which is what Trump just signed in about, I don't know, we're tiptoeing on a week ago, is the Paycheck Protection Program. And P -P -P. that, it, you know me, is, um, that was terrible. Uh, but but I would say that, that, one, that one could be a, a deal breaker or a deal maker 
for small businesses. Um, because ultimately in a nutshell, what they're going to do is they're going to take the average of your payroll expense over a 12 month period and you don't get to pick it. They determine it. Um, I've seen a couple conflicting things. One says based upon time of application. So if you were to apply April 1, it's April 1 for like March 31st to April 1, uh, March 31st of last year to April 1 of this year. The point is, is the formula is the average of that 12 months because we will see some fluctuation. People have hired, people have fired, but they take that number and they multiply it by 2.5. So if your average payroll, if your average payroll was, I don't know, we could do math or we could not do math. If it was 10 grand and it's going to come back, you could get $25,000 for that. Shit. That's cool. Right. And you can qualify for up to even more money than that. And then, um, so they determine that number. There you have it. And if you use that money in the first eight weeks of disbursement and you take it back and the way that they would know that is you take it back to the bank that you would apply for and they say, Hey, here's your supporting documentation. That would be free. Like it's totally forgiven. Damn. There's no, yeah, there's no strings attached. I mean, think about how much money you could secure for that. I mean, you, you might've just got paid two months worth of keeping your business kind of afloat yeah. with nothing else. And any other additional funds that you would need on top of that um, would come out, would anything that you wouldn't use rolls into uh, a loan at 4% is what you would be capped at as far as to keep. So like, I think the programs can work um, side by side. And the big thing is, is you need to be able to substantiate where that money's coming from. And, and, and you're going to be able to loan in other ways. That's just a program and it's to create this bullish of money to try to push us through till the curve gets flattened.